Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. And we're recapping Clayton's season of The Bachelor. Hello, everyone. Christy and I are back for the seventh episode of Clayton Eckerd, right? That's his last name? Yes, I believe so. Not that I really care about his last name. I always only know these people by their first names anyways. Their first name and occupation, like executive recruiter and virgin. <laughs> I don't keep track of their occupations. It's it's too many. Hmm, I see. Well, before we get into this thing, uh, any anything from the world that we should know about? Um, I mean, nothing worth mentioning. I didn't make note of anything that happened this past week. Mm, okay. Well, then I guess let's get into this. Maybe we'll have a quick episode this week. Well, I feel like this episode was better than the last few. I think we're getting to the good part of the season. Hmm. She says, like, there is a good part of this season. Well, it can't really get worse than today, so. Well, that that is, that is true. Well, let's get into this sucker then. Because... Wait, you had to. Much to my chagrin, we're still putting the freaking rose ceremony at the beginning of the episode because Shanae ruined everything. Yeah, well, we start off with Sarah coming back from her date, and she is very smug. I'm not a huge fan of, like. I don't know. Just. Her whole, like, you can't take me down. It didn't work. Yeah, I was starting to get a little bit of uh, Shanae vibes here. <laughs> yeah, not not her best look. But she, like, asked the group who told Clayton that she wasn't ready, and Mara finally admits it was her, which I was kind of surprised by. Well... You know, you gotta take responsibility for your, for your words. I and, and I guess let me ask for some clarification here. Did because Sarah claimed this, but I I didn't remember from last episode. Did Clayton actually say it was a last ditch effort, or is she just being a poopy pants? I don't think we saw that aired, so maybe. Clayton said that to her and they just cut it out. I don't know. But I don't remember hearing that from Clayton. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was just wondering about that because it didn't necessarily seem like something Clayton would say, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, their date, there was so much of it we didn't see. So I'm not sure. Hmm. Alright. Well... And then just like that, we're at the rose ceremony at the start of the episode. Ugh. Yes. We did see this 
interesting interaction with Clayton and Serene, where, if you'll recall, she talks about her husband, not husband, cousin, who died. Right. And the whole butterfly thing. And so production brought in these two mason jars that had, like, string lights in them. I guess it was supposed to represent the fireflies, but I don't know. What did you think of that? I mean, it was definitely a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, like, it was was fine. Yeah, I just, I guess I have a, a little bit of a tough time seeing something like that and and interpreting it as the meaning that the show wants you to take it for right because like clearly like at the very least he didn't get that stuff absolutely not now okay yeah obviously he's busy <laughs> filming and making out with people and everything now you know i i don't know how much like, is it possible that that he could have been like, hey, I want to do something to, like, remind her of, you know, her cousin stuff that she told me? Like, I mean, maybe, but it seems it seems most likely that the producers were just like, her cousin died. There was this whole, like, firefly, butterfly, whatever, like, okay, uh, can one of you run out to Hobby Lobby or Walmart or whatever and, like, pick up a couple mason jars (laughs) yeah like i feel like her response to that was a bit over the top considering it was just a jar with some lights in it right but it's one of those things like i don't know you it's like oh it's so uh it's very like diy like uh, i don't know how to describe it It's kind of a little a little strange to me, but you know whatever uh, whatever gets him some more makeup time makeout time. Yes, um, he also chats with Susie and Rachel and just you know more making out. And then Mara pulls Sarah aside, and um, she has some gripes. <laughs> as as much as as much as Sarah's been annoying me of late, it's it's also it's just so funny to me how Mara behaves. Or Mara, I I've been confused because I feel like Clayton called her Mara, or somebody called her Mara on the show. So I'm a little less confident about how I've been pronouncing her name now. Uh. I thought it was Mara, like Marinara sauce. Wow, wow, that's <laughs> that's how you how you think of her. <laughs> well, I, I thought someone on the show said that though. I didn't like I didn't come up with that. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Maybe maybe that was from the roast. Yeah, I don't remember. I just I thought that's what somebody said. So or maybe oh, she even said it at the beginning of the season. Huh. I do not remember that in the slightest. Yeah, she's just like really going all out on Sarah here. 
Yeah, and it did not work. Spoiler alert. But yeah, she did not she did not appreciate Sarah's last ditch effort comment. <laughs> she thought it was insensitive and ignorant. Um, she thinks Sarah is acting like Clayton is a trophy to be won and she also says you're getting sloppy. Go back to a cute, quiet confidence. <laughs> And it would behoove you to take a step back in your car. That is so it's, funny to me. It would like, behoove you. <laughs> like, she's like talking down to her, which is, I would find that very aggravating. Yeah, that is a little unfortunate. I just. <sighs> Every time I see something, I just laugh. It's like. How are you just having so much uh, fire under you that you're just like how like how do you think that that's gonna make any difference? Like it's not to the lead or anything. Like you're not affecting any change. You're just like complaining to somebody. I think she's just trying to rattle her, probably. But Sarah already has a rose, so this was pretty pointless. I I meh. And so, yeah, she goes home at the rose ceremony and so does Eliza, who I feel like we didn't see very much of at all, unfortunately. Probably part of why she went home. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, was it just then Mara and Eliza who went home? Yeah. Well, R.I.P. She just she just tried. She tried so hard, and it was all for nothing. Yep, and so they now head to Vienna, Austria. Which, which is, is cool. Actually, a nice location. Just like uh, was it Estonia? Has it been in Estonia? Um, I don't remember the city, but Croatia. Oh, Croatia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, that's completely different areas of of Europe. And we find out Susie gets the first one-on-one. Do you like Do you like Susie? I do. Yeah. She seems like a future bachelorette she even looks like a previous one Hannah oh B. really yeah she just gives me that vibe huh how how good are her chances do you think i don't know the edit she's getting would support that um I don't know. It just depends on if Clayton picks her or not, but she's for sure going far. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would agree with you as far as her overall look. Because she's like... I'm sure, like, past, like, beauty beauty pageant queen, like... I don't know. She just seems like a, like the right formula overall, maybe. 
Yes, she looks like if there was a machine to make a bachelorette, it would make her. <laughs> wow, that is uh, that's a quite the comment. <laughs> uh, yes, not too, uh, not too offensive in any way, you know. No, very mo- like girl model. next door. Yeah, very. Uh, but also like really pretty. But not too glam. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and no, nothing too too out there either. No, just <laughs> seems like a normal girl. Mm-hmm. So I I want to get your thoughts here about this about this Susie one on one. Oh yeah, the pretty woman date. Yeah, go for it. Tell me everything. They do this date, like, pretty often on The Bachelor. So, like, there's, like, pros and cons. The pros would be you get to keep those clothes, I think. Maybe not, like, the big fancy dress for dinner, but, like, the ones from the shop. So, like, that would be cool because then you could, like, resell them or something. (laughs) (laughs) I love how that's... (laughs) <laughs> That's your your thought process. You're like, yes, yes. I would just like get all of the clothes and then I would sell it after I got home. Well, because I probably wouldn't actually want to wear them. Like, but like, I also would not like the whole the bachelor just staring at me as I try them all on. Well, I mean, it, she had tr- she was she was in. It wasn't like he was watching her dress. No, but like just the whole like. Go in, put another dress on, come out, twirl, like, oh, I really like that one. Go back in, rinse and repeat. You don't like modeling? No, that, especially on national TV. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I the, the thing that just, it just cracks me up. Like, you see her coming with all the bags and everyone's just like shrieking like yeah oh i wish i had got to go on a shopping spree date i'm pretty sure somebody specifically said that verbatim (laughs) yeah gabby was very jealous when she came back with all the bags and christy's just over here i wish i could sell all that stuff (laughs) that's to me the the best part (laughs) <laughs> or even if or or if you did like the clothes, then you'd have a bunch to wear. So, yeah, really a win a win win, I guess. Yeah, I guess I would be interested to to see the the overall price tag of of all of those bags. I mean, she came back with a red bottom shoe, which is very expensive. So, those that stuff isn't cheap. No, I know they're what like Louis Vuittons. Is that what yeah. the, the stupid famous red bottom shoes are? Yeah, and whenever also, when oh sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say it was like some fancy designer, so I'm sure it's all really expensive. Yeah, uh, they they always got to get the Louis Vuitton shoe for the, the for the bachelor shopping spree date. Yeah, re- which <laughs> I just I don't get the product placement. Deal. <laughs> you wouldn't want a pair of Louis Vuittons? I just, I don't, I guess I don't care about the status of that brand. 
it's like okay it has a red bottom it's a fancy designer but I just don't like I just wouldn't care yeah but he the guy who makes them is he's famous he's a famous French designer yeah but it just that doesn't do anything for me I'd rather have like a really expensive shoe that's actually comfortable um excuse me you don't know that his shoes are uncomfortable this is slander they look uncomfortable defamation (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm just looking on google right now and it looks like the 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 absolute bottom of prices is like seven fifty. Oh, Go, yeah. Going up from there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seven hundred dollars for a pair of heels that are hard to walk in. That's how much I've paid <clears throat> for all of my shoes across the last like decade. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not fancy. I'm not fancy like like these people are. You know. It's very. Uh, I guess I just. I don't measure up. To be. Totally honest with you. Did you like the uh, the old old fashioned uh, ride they had? Oh, the classic car. Uh. I mean, I guess that's cool. Uh, and I just, I guess, goes with the whole vibe of the date. Yeah, just like, oh, we're all fancy in Austria right now. Yay. Yeah, they went to this, like, huge palace, too. It's like, I wonder how expensive that was to rent out. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Exactly, or even remotely. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure that it was probably expensive, but I would also assume that they just rented out like two rooms of it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that was pretty big. I'm not sure if that's like a like a, a famous Austrian museum or just like a, an actual palace. I don't know if you have any information on that. I don't. It just looked like very regal and fancy. And Susie got this like fancy red dress to wear for the dinner part as well. Yes, from the the designer they saw earlier. Who I, mm-hmm. I mean, I literally have no idea who she is, and I do not remember her name. Yeah, I didn't catch that. She's either. some some allegedly well known. Austrian designer. Yeah, I didn't have much written down about what they discussed at dinner other than that he wants to meet her family. Mm-hmm. Pretty standard stuff at this point in the season, if I'm totally honest. Yeah, I mean, she already told him last week she was falling in love with him, so there's not much more to say at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then after dinner, some guy named Chris was playing the piano. First of all, how dare you, some guy? 
Do you know who he is? I mean, he's an actual, like, known, like, UK, like, musician. Oh, well, I guess you know more about these people than I do. I mean, he just, like, yeah, I'm not entirely sure... Uh, I guess he was just in the area. <laughs> they were like, hey, can you please... Please come and play a couple songs for our people? Because basically, the whole connection was... He, uh, one of his well-known songs is The Lady in Red. And so she had the, you know, she had the red dress from the designer there is the like this whole thing they planned i'm so you'd sure. heard that song before no i hadn't heard it before i'm oh. just well i may have yeah. heard it before but i i'm not i'm not positive but i Yo, is there, like, i did research linkage? oh is that so hard to believe <laughs> no it just seemed like you knew a lot about this guy <laughs> Well, I was just, I was just curious. Also, what was up with that weird, like, I love you whisper at the end from him? <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Um, that's part of why I looked it up. So, and this is also part of, I, I don't know if you remember when we actually watched the episode, I kind of commented on how weird I found this whole scenario. And what what I ended up finding out when I looked it up kind of confirmed that which is that his the like the song that he performed is basically like this song for his wife okay um which like uh you know sort of like this love love song to his wife and how like that like she was wearing a red dress or whatever when when he met her and like all this and and so i believe that's why he that's why he at the end he like finished the song he's like i love you because it was actually, it was actually about his wife. But that's what I say at the time. It just the whole thing felt weird to me because it also and it also felt different than because we've ha- right we've had this date a lot this season. The let's go dance around and make out as somebody performs music, but it did it felt different to me and. I, it just sort of, it, it felt like instead of instead of just oh they're just standing there making out to music and maybe it's just that that this was the song i'm i'm not sure what exactly made me feel this way but it it felt more like oh like this sort of environment right here should be like oh these two people like just got married and they're like dancing together like after the wedding or something like something like that versus your typical 
bachelor-like environment. Oh, so you're saying it felt too intimate. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like the I love you whisper was was very odd. Because, <laughs> like, the wife, his wife isn't there, so he's basically saying it to Clayton and Susie. I love you. <laughs> Clayton and Susie. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know how, I don't know how they, how they got him, because he's, act, I mean, he allegedly has the net worth of like 50 million oh well yeah i mean it fits with the whole extravagant nature of the date i suppose yeah i guess hmm anyway anything else you'd like to discuss about this date no i think that's it um we find out Serene will be getting the one-on-one later. And everyone else is on the next group date. Which, boy, was this weird. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they meet they meet a psychoanalyst named Catherine. Which, who... can I... <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say... So, like, they, they like... They formed this whole idea. They're like, "Oh, we're in Austria. Sigmund Freud from Austria is the the father of like psychiatry, or you know, he was like this super well known psychoanalyst. And even though like at this point, a lot of people take issue with his ideas and everything, he's like the father of all of this. Um, and so they had to do a psychoanalyst date where you like dug through all this stuff." Can I just say how glad I am that the producers decided to go in this direction versus some sort of Hitler date? Oh. <laughs> because Hitler was Austrian as well, so. Wow. Yeah, let's, they, they did the bare minimum and did not <laughs> go down that road. No, they, they I, I, I was kind of hoping they would because I feel like at that point they might actually get the show canceled. <laughs> I feel like that would have not made it past the network censors if they had done that. <sighs> probably, probably not. But I was hoping it was finally, finally the the last straw <laughs> for for the show. But no, they're like, let's go in a safer direction. Sigmund Freud. Yeah, so this psychoanalyst is like, we're going to unveil your deepest layers of emotions, fears, and anxieties. It's like, oh, here we go again with another therapy date. But this time, instead of a group setting, they each will have an individual session with Clayton. Clayton and the psychoanalyst. Because that'll definitely be useful. And Genevieve is not thrilled because she does not like therapy or has not gone to therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I wasn't a fan of this, if I'm totally honest. Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> like, what was the, I just, what, what was the point? Christy's just like, I, I, I'm not even going to sugarcoat this at all. <laughs> 
it was literally the worst thing I ever saw. Uh, yeah, it's just... I don't know, just people were on the internet were saying this is so not what therapy actually is, and it's just the fact that it's televised and, like, it's basically, like, zero to 60, like, tell me everything. Some people were like, is this person even a licensed therapist? Like, it's just... Right, and that's, so that's part of the thing, is that, like, this wasn't actually therapy. She was, like, psychoanalyzing them, which, as I understand it, isn't, like, it's definitely not just, like, talk therapy which is what people you know what people would think of it's it's like a it's kind of a different beast as as far as i understand it but yeah this was obviously very like it was very it was very tvized if that's even yeah a a, a term that exists yeah yeah we saw the first one with Gabby and kind of she repeated the stuff she mentioned on her one-on-one and Catherine just has just the brightest revelation saying she needs a stable relationship <laughs> um then we had Teddy who you could just tell that to everybody <laughs> oh you need a stable relationship nailed it <laughs> <laughs> I should be a psychoanalyst and Teddy was just like, yeah, I'm more open than I've ever been. It's like, okay. And then then we get to Genevieve. And this dun, dun, dun. doesn't go well. Um, basically, she has nothing to say, which I don't blame her. Christian's just like, I would have gotten sent home here too. Yeah, like... All of a sudden, I'm supposed to tell this complete stranger, like... Christy, they've been together for, like, three weeks, okay? No, the psychoanalyst. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were calling Clayton a complete stranger, and I was like, how dare you? Well, they may as well be. How dare you? She hasn't even had a Mm one-on-one. And other people pointed out the last time Genevieve was with Clayton... He accused her of being an actress. Right. So, (laughs) who can blame her for being a little hesitant to open up here? And so he has to talk to her in private, and basically he dumps her. Uh, I just, yeah. Oh, it was so great having you here, but, like, goodbye. Because I can't... I can't I can't meet your family if I can't see inside your walls. Like what does that even mean? Christy, you have like, to be vulnerable, okay? What what does he want? What's inside the walls? What does he want her to tell him? <laughs> this is this is Christy's very uh, logical and concrete self. 
What? What is it that he wants from her? <laughs> yeah, they, they, pe these people talk in like, I don't know, metaphors. And there's no never anything concrete. But he hates metaphors. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he liked her that much, especially compared to someone like Rachel. So it makes sense she would be leaving at this point in the season. It's just the reasoning was kind of crap, in my opinion. You hear that, Clayton? Do better. <laughs> Christy is disappointed in you. Well. Yeah. I... I don't have really anything to say about Rachel, but again, Sarah's just really piling it on. Oh yeah, this was very interesting to me because Sarah is just so excited to be analyzed. She's like, I love therapy, super confident. I uh, guess getting two one-on-ones will give you some confidence. She's like proudly mentioned that she was the first to get two one-on-one -on -one dates. Uh, uh. And after the session, she's like, yeah, that went really great. But then, like, there was, like, this little, like, wrap-up session with Catherine. And she's like, yeah, not everyone was honest. Some people were performative. <laughs> but she didn't say who, which was lame. Oh, of course you can't. See, she <laughs> was told by the producers to be like, hey, you need to say something that makes everyone uncomfortable to be around Sarah. <laughs> well, at the nighttime portion, Sarah's like, yeah, I can't imagine who the performative one was. <laughs> no, I, I could, it could have been anyone. <laughs> and Clayton is not thrilled to hear that there is still more drama. But he assures Rachel that she is definitely not the performative one. Uh. But then I thought this was interesting that Rachel said that Sarah came back with details about their date and said that Clayton supposedly cried. About the like, therapy. Right? Uh, or her, or the no, I think this was earlier on her one on one, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And Clayton was like, yeah, that isn't true. And then. And it's like. I don't cry. <laughs> I'm a man. And then Gabby, like, also kind of says, like, yeah, Sarah's confidence is, like, causing other people to question their relationship with Clayton. Like, they don't have a chance. And then Teddy says, like, the same thing. Like, it's hard to be in the house just listening to Sarah talk about that. And I'm like, why haven't they shown us this leading up to this? You mean Sarah's behavior? Yeah, like, I feel like this just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, was this just swept under the rug because of, like, all the Shanae stuff? Like, Probably. Why haven't, there was, like, no build-up to I this, I mean, we've, really. seen, we've seen a little bit of it, but, yeah, not, not a whole lot. Look, they haven't had any time. They've been just so dedicated to giving Shanae all of the screen time. I just wish we could have seen, like, even, like, 
just a few seconds of it in the house, but. Sorry, Christy. Sometimes, sometimes we don't get what we want, and we just have to deal with it. Yeah, and so it's now Sarah's turn to talk with Clayton, and I guess he brings up to her, like, what he's been hearing, and then she starts crying, and um, she's like, am I not allowed to feel good about us? And <laughs> No, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. I just, I lost it when he was just like, I feel like you're like trying to fake cry right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like I'm glad he was able to suss that out. But I'm also like, why couldn't you determine when Shanae was fake crying? Because I feel like that was more blatant. Uh, yeah, but Shanae anyway. was pretty <laughs> pretty out there. <laughs> and Clayton also says he doesn't believe her and can't move forward with her and so he walks her out which this was a very sudden turn of events here I guess maybe he was just influenced by Shanae the Shanae situation like mm, if this is another Shanae uh uh-uh, uh not in my house <laughs> goodbye and then also because of all this drama, apparently he can't give the rose out tonight. No, he just, he can't do it. No, no group date rose. They're all in danger now. And so next we have like the shortest one-on-one ever. <laughs> like in terms of like screen time. Wait, there was a one-on-one? <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is blink and you miss it. So, with Serene, they like ride in a horse drawn carriage and like basically just explore the city type date. Have you ever gotten street chestnuts, Christy? No. (laughs) (laughs) Surely you're not surprised by that. Uh, Let me guess. You never would. Probably not. But this is the this is the whole thing that most people don't realize. But chestnuts aren't just a Christmas thing. Street vendors in certain places will like roast them on the street. That's actually how you do it. You roast them. Mm-hmm. But no, Christy does. Do you would you would you buy street food or no? Oh, depends on what it is, I guess. Like like a food truck? Yeah, just like a random food truck. Uh, I don't think I have gotten food from a food truck before. Seriously? Well, I guess that makes sense. You don't really frequent areas where they would be. Yeah, I'm not in... outside. I'm not in big cities very often, I guess. They're not just in big cities, but... Anyway... Yeah, did you find the whole dancing thing weird? Because I did. Yes. Like, I guess they found a random old couple dancing on the street, and so then they start dancing, and then they, like, swap partners. Found, allegedly. I think there was a casting call. 
Oh, that's that's not far fetched at all. I mean, it's also possible that they just found them, but I I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. All this manipulation, ugh, makes me sick. Yeah, it was a bit strange. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Yeah, and then everyone was like clapping for them and stuff. It's just like what. Mm. <laughs> making me uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also feel like the nighttime portion was super quick, too. Oh, yeah, it was. They are at Belvedere Palace. And, like, she says her high school boyfriend was the last time she brought a guy home, and then all of a sudden she's falling in love with him. Christy, this is right before hometown, so you, you got to be falling in love with Clayton at this yeah. point. It really felt like, I need to say this, it, it did not feel the least bit organic or, like, natural to of me. Of course not, Christy. It's the timeline. You have to conform to the timeline. Yeah, like, was this date just, like, one segment, I feel like? <laughs> I feel like it was over in, like, seven minutes. I guess, cause I guess they had to, though, so they could get to the rose ceremony. Uh-huh. Yeah, you gotta just zoom through. Because they were like, well, hometowns are next week. We can't have a rose ceremony at the beginning of the episode. No. So, yeah, she got the rose on the beat. Surprise, surprise. So, time for the rose ceremony, and Rachel shows up in a wedding dress. At least, like, from afar. When you look at it up close, the t- material was definitely not wedding dress, but the silhouette was just like, wow. You gotta <laughs> provide little hints here and there, Christy. You gotta be like, hey, I'm ready to marry you. <laughs> so, Teddy went home. Which was not a surprise to me. No. I was not surprised either, to be totally frank with you. Yeah, because he wasn't... He Serene and Susie already had roses. He wasn't going to send Rachel home. No. So then it's just between Teddy and Gabby. Yeah, and he seemed to have a decent connection with Gabby, so... Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's all she wrote. Next week is home downs. Mm Mm-hmm. What an exciting thing to look forward to. Yeah, it seems like um we're actually gonna go to their home downs, so that's that's fun. Wow. COVID can't keep us down forever. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> hmm. Well, I guess we have the end of the season coming soon that we can all look forward to and hope for better seasons in the future. Yeah, this one is a bit of a mess. That promote less apathy. 
don't know. I think that I think the last few episodes will be interesting. Uh, Just based on the previews we've seen we and, all some, know. and some stuff I've heard. We all know Chrissy's looking forward to that confession of <laughs> love and sex with everybody. I just, I have to know what led him to, what possessed him to do that. Other than Christy, we, we all know that Clayton isn't necessarily the best at playing the Bachelor game. No, but that is just so over the top. But well, I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. We will. And, last but not least, but also not last, we had 20 kisses. Wow. He's stepping it up. Well, you know, you gotta make up for lost time. A bit of a slow start. Gotta explore all options. Ugh, emphasis on explore. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> How can people reach us, Christy? You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at groupdatespodcast. One day, one day people will contact us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you have any last words? Uh, no, just looking forward to hometowns. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did think it was hilarious in the preview when Clayton's dad said he screwed the pooch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was the pooch he screwed. If you get my well. drift. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I guess, I guess we have some drama to look forward to. This has been Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy. We'll talk to you next week.